This audio presentation of You Are God is broadcast to you courtesy of MindworthyInfo.com and it is presented to you by yours truly, Rochelle Dixon. The purpose of You Are God is to break down the Bible and to show you that the Bible is nothing more than a book of allegory and every character, place, or event is nothing more than states of consciousness of the human mind personified as characters, places, or events. We thank you for joining us today, brothers and sisters, and please, if you want more of the latest and greatest teachings when it comes to this biblical mysticism and what's going on in your life right now using this biblical mysticism, please go on over to mindworthyinfo.com and subscribe. I thank you so much. Today we're talking about Jacob and Esau lives within you. These two states of consciousness are within all of us, but you have to identify them and understand it. And family, I would like to bring your attention to Genesis chapter 32 verse 1. And Jacob went on his way and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of that place Mahanaim. And Jacob sent messages before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. Now we have to cut this up right here, family. In Hebrew, the name Jacob means supplanter. Jacob is known as the supplanter. He supplants and Jacob is here. In your mentality, when you think about that state of consciousness, you have that. We all have that within us. The supplanter, if you know what that is, you understand the role that a supplanter plays in a part in society. And now we go to Esau, which is his brother. So that is the other side of Jacob. And they come out of their father. And we see what Esau is. Esau is known in Hebrew as the one that is hairy. Jacob, he's, Esau also means rough. Rough and hairy. That is what Esau means in Hebrew. So we see that this is rough or hairy. And Esau is basically the negative to the Jacob's positive. So we have to continue on. And we see how that goes, brothers and sisters. That is a conscious state. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall ye speak unto my lord Esau. Thy servant Jacob saith thus, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. And I have oxen and asses, flocks and man servants and woman servants. And I have sent to tell my Lord and I may find grace in thy sight. Now, in these biblical times or in this day and age when these scriptures were written, oxen, ass, flocks, man servants and woman servants were a great gift. Woman servants and man servants. Yes, man servants. Yes, we know they were slaves were captured or slaves who were inferior or people who owed a debt but in this scripture the way how it is coded the man servants and the woman servants are nothing more than the thoughts that you have that will do what you wish so if you want to become a person who is a certified massage therapist you have to have that thought in your mind and then put in the work and that thought will become your manservant or your woman servant and bring it to life the oxen is nothing more than a state of emotion the asses the flocks and all are emotions that bring the thoughts to life because if you have an emotion of sadness it will externalize and people on the outside will see that emotion and if you're a writer or a creative you will create work that represents that emotion and capture it and bottle it up and that is what this is speaking of and the messengers returned to Jacob saying we came to thy brother Esau and also he cometh to meet thee and 400 men with them understand that four 
is the number of um, four. First of all, when we look at the number four, without the hundred that multiplies the number four, we look at four as what it is. Four is all around us. Um, we have north, south, east, west. That is all four different angles. It means something. And the corners of the earth, we know how four plays a position. It plays everything. So we have to look at this and see four also as the number of creation in which it is. And you multiply that and you add the 400, we get divine multiply it by the tens and the ten means create um communion it means divine perfection divine completeness and that is what you see right here those men that is with the 400 the men is what brings the masculine and the masculine brings the power and one will have power when they understand this then jacob was greatly afraid and distressed and he divided the people that was with him and the flocks and herds and the camels into two Bands. So now we see the division, the number two, the number of division. There's two of everything. That number is a powerful number. And said, if Esau come to the one company and smite it, then the company which is left shall escape. So now we see that this Esau, this strength, this hard, this hairy, this rough, um, this rough um, state of consciousness, consciousness is being told what to do to smite this and then you will see what happens next and Jacob said oh God my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac the Lord which said this unto me return unto my country and to thy kindred and I will deal with thee well with thee I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servant for with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. Now, this is an internal conversation right here going on within man. Many people feel as if they aren't worthy of what is being bestowed on them, and they ruin their own future, and they ruin their own luck. How many people you know, um, opportunity and things can be coming to them, or things that's great, and they will speak ill on it and things start happening so good that they're so used to everything going bad that when things go good they think something is wrong people will sabotage themselves deliver me i pray thee from the hand of my brother from the hand of esau for i fear him lest he will become and smite me and the mother and the children so now we see that jacob has a brother named esau and esau is also known as rough and hairy and the rough and the hairy patches that Esau is trying that Jacob is fearing because he fears his brother might smite him and bring nothing but hell and hardships in his life so Jacob is now being a little weary in the issue and how many people you know are weary they are so used to rough and hardship roughness and hardships that when things get a little bit good they are always weary and thou saidest, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. So you see, the seed is nothing more than those thoughts that you plant in water. So you cannot number those thoughts once you make them like the sand of the sea. They are multiplied. Multiplied. The multitude means they are abundance. Your abundant thoughts, whether good or bad, will shape you. And Esau will get you 
depending on how you allow that to happen. And that Esau, we all know, is not a real individual, a real thing. It's a state of consciousness. And let's continue on. And he lodged there that same night and took up that which came to his hand, a present for Esau, his brother, 200 she-goats. Now, you see where the number 200 is right here. The number two, what we said a while ago about division and that number two, it is multiplied now. You see that 200, the number two creates that division between two things and it's multiplied with the 10 behind it for divine perfection and divine completeness. But um, Jacob is trying to get it and he is wrestling with himself, wrestling with his conscious state. And as he goes on, you will see how he turns out brothers and sisters. So he comes with 200 she-goats and 20 he-goats. Now, as I said before, 200 and you multiply the number 2 and add the 10, he's seeking the and this is what we are going through, but you have to figure it out and understand the biblical and the hidden meaning. The 2, the number of division, multiplied by the 10, the divine, divine perfection and the divine completeness and 20 is the Hebrew divine number for redemption. So you see that he's trying to redeem himself and he gives these offerings and really these offerings are nothing more than the man giving himself an offering to create a way for himself. And we all go through this. This is just all emotions and states of consciousness personified family. And you see 200 Ewes and 20 Rams. So he keeps on um, giving between the number 220. You see that 220. These are numbers that are very, very crucial and very, very important. And if you understand a spiritual biblical numerology, you can see why they're so important. And 30 milch camels with their cults. 30 milch camels. Wow. It is amazing. 30 is the number. It aligns with three, which is what man is. Man is all three things. The unity of the um, trinity of man. Man is nothing more than thoughts, words, and deeds. Man is either inspired, impressed, or jealous. Man is always three things. Always three things. And that is what makes man up. You add the 10 behind it, and that leads to divine perfection. So we see how it's going. He's trying to get to that divine perfection now with that 30. And he's trying to get away from the redemption. He's trying to get the redemption. And as we wait, that's what that means. So he, we're going forward now. And he delivered them into the hands of his servants. Every drove by themselves. You see that. And um, let's, let's first back up a little. Back up a little. Um, so I can first show you exactly how we got here. So look, 200 she-goats and 20 he-rams, 200 e-rams and 20 rams. Those numbers are wonderful. Now we see this 30 milch camels with their cults. 40 kind, 40. 40 days, 40 nights. 40 is the biblical number for trials and tribulations. That is the number where if you can go through whatever you're going through and you can come out as the winner, 40 days and 40 is a magical number. And 10 bulls, 10 bulls, they're going to number 10 for divine perfection. 20 she-asses, again, for redemption. And 10 folds, another folds, 10 for the divine perfection, again. And he delivered them with the hand of his servants. And every drove by themselves and said unto his servants, pass over before me and put a space betwixt drove and drove. And he commanded the foremost saying, when Esau, my brother, meeteth thee and asketh thee saying, whose art thou and whither goest thou? And whose art 
these before thee. See, now the question is being asked, what is going on? Man goes through this every day. How many times you're trying to figure out what is going to give you strength? What is going to give you a better existence? What is going to ruin you? What is it that is going to help you? What is it? What is it? We all ask these questions and we all want nothing but the best for ourselves. Then thou shalt say, they be thy servant Jacob's is. It is a present sent unto my Lord Esau. And behold, also he is behind us. So now Jacob is trying to use um, basically um, creative tactics and creative ways to manipulate Esau. And how many times you go use we all use creative ways to try to get away from any hardships, hairy or rough patches in our life. The rough situations, you come up with creative formulas and ways or you should to defeat them because if you don't, they will defeat you and that Esau will become everything and take over your life. So we see and and so as and so commanded he the second and the third, and all that followed the droves. You see this now. Now we are going, we are going, and a lot is going on here. This is going on in the mind of man. On this man shall ye speak unto Esau when ye find him. So now you're going to speak to this consciousness and not speak to it, but mentally deal with it. Deal with it inside you and understand how you are supposed to win. And say ye moreover, behold, thy servant Jacob is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goeth before me, and afterward I will see his face, peradventure, he will accept of me. So now you're going on and you're seeing your issues, you're seeing this Jacob, you want to supplant and take what is yours, you want to do what you're supposed to do, kick the heels, kick them from right underneath anything that's bothering you. And you want to also make sure you handle this Jacob that is inside you, because once you can handle both, I mean handle this Esau that's inside you and handle the Jacob also that's inside you. Once you're able to handle both, you're able to see the sunrise in your life. And when the sun rises, it is beautiful. So went the present over before him and himself lodged in night in the company. And he rose up that night and took his two wives. So now you see the number two, two, but division, the two wives, nothing more than different states of consciousness in your subconscious mind and his two woman servants. So those two woman servants are also the thoughts that he created from his two wives and they continue on to do what he's supposed to do. And his 11 sons, now you see that, that powerful, the power that the 11 sons brings and passed over the Ford Jabbok. And he took them. And sent them over the brook, over the brook, the water, which brings life. And water is everything to any form of life in this world. And sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him. So now Jacob is now by himself. That conscious state of Jacob. You're by yourself to wrestle alone and figure out your issues and figure out your problems. How many people are doing that now? You ever had to be by yourself and you're wrestling with something and it has taken the best of you, but you know that you're going to win because you could get the best of it or of the issue that you're dealing with in life. You get what I'm saying, family? And Jacob was left alone 
And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. The breaking of the day. Now, when the day breaks, what does that mean? It means the sun is rising. You're coming out of the darkness of night. And now the day is starting to come. So the breaking of the day right here for Jacob, that conscious state that is in you, is now the awakening is starting to happen. We're going to see how you're starting to wake up. Those who understand this, you're now starting to wake up. The breaking of the day is happening. And when he saw that he prevailed, not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Now, the hollow of the thigh. Thigh comes from the Hebrew word yarek. Yarek means side and the thigh here, the hollow of that, that was out of joint. They used a good metaphor to symbolize the mind. You touch that part of your mind, the side of your mind. How many times you had to touch the hollow of your thigh, the side of your mind and think? As a matter of fact, if you see the image of the thinking man, he is kneeling down with on one knee, with one knee up. His elbow is on the other knee and his um, fingers pointed to the side of his um side of his head and you can see that he's in a thinking position because he's thinking he is touching the hollow of his thigh how powerful is the hollow of his thigh it is beautiful when we understand that but Jacob's thigh was out of it was out of joint. It was. It's like when you get a, a, you need a hip replacement or something. It's out of the joint, meaning he was out of place. He was lost. He didn't understand what was going on. How many times you go through something and you're just touching your brain, trying to think, think up a storm, but you can't understand it. It is so real. And he said, "Let me go, for the day breaketh." And he said, "I will not let thee go." except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. So now Jacob is exposing what his name is. And you are exposing all of your emotions to a situation that you may face that you believe is taking the best of you, but you know how you're going to handle it. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. And now we see where does Israel come from? The name is not Jacob no more. It is Israel. You know why? And I'm going to tell you why. Brothers and sisters, Israel in Hebrew means, it has three different meanings. It means triumphant with God. You know that if you have God with you and you are close with God and you understand who God is, you will always be triumphant. No matter what, no one can stop a person who understands their inner I am. They will always be triumphant because you will seek victory at all costs, no matter what it may be. It also means contend with God. We all contend with God and contend with that inner being in us. And sometimes we go against it and it will be hell. And it also means struggle with God because even though you are trying to be triumphant and you're contending with God, you will go through struggles. We all will go through struggles, no matter how spiritual or no matter how great or how smart we may see, be, no matter how beautiful one may be, struggles will always be part of the human existence. Even the richest man in the world, I'm sure, go through struggles. So that is what Israel means. Jacob's name now has turned into Israel. That state of consciousness now becomes another state of consciousness that today is now known as a nation, a country. But this is what it really means. 
For as a prince has thou power with God and with men and has prevailed. Now you see that now. Once you know your name has changed now to Israel and now you have power with God and with men. Your thoughts are now powerful. You will have the power that you need because now you understand that God is with you and you are triumphant with God. And that is what Israel means. And Jacob asked him and said, tell me, I pray thee thy name. And he said, wherefore it is that thou dost ask after my name. And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place. Now, this is the smart thing right here. And Jacob called the place of, this is, oh, wait, wait, wait. Now we have to, we, now this is getting me so excited that I want you all to understand this. And Jacob, and we're going to say it one more time, and ja we're going to say it one more time, brothers and sisters. I just love it. And Jacob called the place. Wait, wait, wait. One more time. I just, I just love it. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel. I had to give you a suspense. I love it. I love the suspense. You see that? And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Peniel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. You see this now? The Peniel gland. How many times you hear about the Peniel? The Peniel gland where if one makes sure their Peniel gland is properly treated and taken care of their wisdom, and they will understand more, they will gain knowledge, and they will be more susceptible to all things that involves wisdom and involves enlightenment. And you see, once Jacob... Seeing the face of God, he understood that wisdom and more knowledge and enlightenment allowed him to understand more about God. And now the sun rose. The day had broke and the sun rose. The sun represents the illumined one. When the sun shines, it brings nothing but light and it brings greatness. The darkness is gone. So when God touches your pineal gland, you have seen the face of God, brothers and sisters. You see that the sun rose upon him and he halted upon his thigh. So he, his thigh was no longer out of joint. Once he wrestled with God, understood the name of Israel is now his name, understood what was going on. He, God touched his pineal gland, meaning he awoken and the wisdom was here. Now his thigh was no longer out of place and it halted. And you see this, brothers and sisters, this is talking about you. Therefore, the children of Israel eat not of the sinew which shrank. Sinew, here in Hebrew, it means nothing more than muscle or strength. You no longer eat of what had shrank because that muscle or that strength that had shrank is gone, which is upon the hollow of the thigh. That was upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the sinew that shrank. So now the children no longer eat upon the hollow. Now what was touched Jacob's, that muscle, that strength that Jacob has, it has now been touched. And now that is something that is now marvelous. So all the issues that you were having, when you understand that this wisdom in you is God trying to touch you and you understand that you must take care of your pineal gland, brothers and sisters, you will win and you will be the Israel that you're supposed to be because God is with you and God strengthens and you will be triumphant with God. And even if you struggle with God, you will always contend with him, of course, but you will know that you are God and you will be the winner and the victor. Get what I just said.
because Jacob and Esau lives within you, but don't accept the weak one or the one that is destroying you, except the one that will only touch your pineal gland and allow you to be face to face with God. So look in the mirror because you are God. Brothers and sisters, I thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. And please go over to mindworthyinfo.com and subscribe and get some more of the latest and the greatest teachings. Now, let us go into the silence. <laughs>